It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. fans to another edition of the Cracked Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. On today's show, you're going to hear another of my conversations from the 2021 Knoxville Showdown. Had the opportunity to travel down to the University of Tennessee's campus to see some early season college tennis action was four of the top 25 teams in the nation, in my opinion, competing in Tennessee, Kentucky, Columbia, and Pepperdine. Of course, while down there, not only did we have the chance to broadcast it all on our Cracked Rackets YouTube feed. I also had the chance to speak with some of the players, some of the coaches from those teams. On today's show, you're going to hear my conversation with Tennessee's senior Mark Walner about what was a breakthrough 2021 year at Tennessee. I wanted to ask him about the sort of work that goes in behind the scenes to accomplish an NCAA semifinal, to earn an SEC conference tournament championship. And of course, with those sort of results, what happens the next offseason? What does it look like for a team as they try to replicate that sort of hard work, replicate that result moving forward into the future? Of course, I also wanted to talk to Mark about you know his own expectations for 2022, how he views his senior year, what he wants to do to contribute to this Tennessee roster. And then, of course, talk about what he thinks his team can accomplish this season and so much more. It is a fantastic conversation. I know all of you listeners are going to enjoy. Of course, I do want to quickly point out, if you missed my recap of the Knoxville Showdown, you can find that on the Great Shot Podcast. If you missed my conversation with fellow Tennessee men's tennis player, Emil Hud, you can find that here on the Cracked Interviews feed. My conversation with Howie Endelman, Columbia men's tennis head coach, on here as well. Going to get some conversation from uh, some Columbia players later on in the week on this feed, so be on the lookout for those. But again, with that in mind, let's get to it. Here is my conversation with Tennessee senior Mark Walner. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the show. Congratulations on your victory. How are you doing today? Thank you so much. Uh, doing good. Yeah. Uh, it was great playing, playing yeah. out there today with the boys. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's always a good thing to go 2 out, right? Yeah, I mean... You leave the court undefeated, <laughs> you, you feel good. Yeah, no doubt about that. And for you today, I know, uh, obviously, you get to play with Angel Diaz in doubles. I feel like, I mean, A, are you still at the stage where you feel like you're cheating on Giles, where you're like, oh, this isn't right. I shouldn't be playing with someone else. But you guys get the victory today. I believe you got the victory yesterday as well, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, Tuna, what, what's working so well for you two? Uh, I mean, yeah, we started playing in practice a bit. I mean, Giles used to play the ad side, yeah. so, so it works out well that Angel is taking the ad side as well. 
Uh, I like his style. He's really solid from the baseline, mm -hmm. doing a good job, you know, after a good serve, you know, taking care of the ball at the, at the middle ball. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's just the basics, really. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm curious for you now, this is year three, I believe, for you at this program. At and, Tennessee, yeah. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm curious for you. I mean, do you feel like a veteran now? Do you feel comfortable with your time in Knoxville? Do you feel like, again, you've sort of, you've gone through the lumps and everything heading into this year final season? Yeah, uh, I feel really confident for this last year. Really want to leave it all out there for myself and for the team, of course. And yeah, I, I feel like I really belong in this program now. You know, it's been tough at the beginning adjusting to this big change, mm -hmm. but I do feel really really happy and confident here. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm curious because your first season, I believe, was that 18-19 year, right? Where you guys go round of 16 and you lose to Florida and you beat them, though, at the SEC tournament that season. And I think that was 2019, right? That, no, that was the year 18? before. Yeah. That's, that's I, the year before. Yeah, my, my very first year was the year this season. Oh, COVID-19-20. Gotcha, gotcha. So then the point to that being, uh, obviously, you get off the ground, you play the kickoff weekend, uh, and then the season's taken away. And now last year, you know, for you guys to have that sort of run, did you see that coming? Did you know going into the fall you guys had that sort of talent or was it a bit unexpected? Mm, I think it was expected. I mean, you know, the outside people, everyone was always kind of talk, not talking down on us, but they didn't expect it really. Mm -hmm. So for them, it might have seemed unexpected. Are you talking to me? Because you're right, I didn't expect it. <laughs> but, I mean, they, it wasn't just you. There were there were yeah. a bunch of guys. I don't, I don't really follow, you know, like yeah. whoever, but I mean, coaches sometimes let us know like who tweets what. So, yeah, I mean, on the court, we, we practiced really hard, I'd say, put in a lot of work. But, yeah, we I mean, we started off with the uh, hidden duels and we've taken care of business there. So, yeah, I mean, the season started and then kickoff weekend, you know, I think we came in as favorites mm -hmm. against the at NC State. Mm -hmm. Did our job there, and then of course at the indoors it helped us. You know, I mean, we went two and one. We lost to UNC, where we did have a pretty good position to winning as well. Lost that doubles point mm -hmm. really closely, and then that kind of lost us the match, I think. Mm -hmm. But that's where we really, you know, backed ourselves and realized, like, yes, we are exactly like mm -hmm. there where we think we are, and now we just proved it to ourselves. Mm -hmm, absolutely, and I'm curious on that North Carolina match, and I apologize for cutting you off, but. I, I was there at the National Indoors for that one. I believe you and Giles rocked Rinky and Ben on that day. If you guys were playing the three position, if memory yeah. serves me correctly there, or just in general, the three doubles position you got to beat that Ben and Rinky team badly. Yeah. And I, then I think the next two go to tie breaks, right? On one and two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I remember the, the first match yeah, against UNC. Yeah. Uh, I actually don't exactly remember the opponents. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, we got the scout and then we just went out there, went for it. And mm -hmm. I think we went up 5 0 really, really yeah. quickly. Actually got a break mm -hmm. and then surfed it out at 6 2, I think, or 6 3. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, got off a good start and then. Yeah, it just, you know, felt great. And then, yeah, we unfortunately lost. We had some match points, I, I believe, on court two. Yeah, the tiebreaker, right? It was Mac yeah. and yeah. Simon taking on Joe and Martin. Yeah. And the reason I bring up that match, not to start with a sore spot, but just to say, because you sort of referred to it there, North Carolina goes on to win the national indoors. You guys should have beaten them. I'm not going to say you could have beaten them. You should have beaten them. You had that match in your hands. Yeah, and so you guys go two and one at the National Indoors. You guys went out from there. And then, you know, obviously you rip through an SEC season where you only lose to Florida. And then everyone gets the one. Your one was the Arkansas match, obviously. But I'm curious, as you run through a season like that, 
A, what are you guys doing to stay motivated, you know, not rest on your laurels? And B, after a season like that, you know, what does this offseason look like with the, you know, added burden of those expectations now? Yeah, I mean, of course, the coaches play a big role in that. <laughs> we always, after when, you know, we, we look to a new one and basically try to reset fully. <laughs> so every match is basically a new one. And then, I mean, all the boys on our team are hungry. We are really competitive. We, we want to win every every game in practice. We want So when it comes to a match day, we're really hungry. We really want to win. <laughs> so I think everyone on the team is motivated throughout the whole season. I mean, it, it does get long and tiring, of course, but... I mean, we got great stuff. Everyone helps us. Great facilities. So, yeah. I mean, everyone's motivated. Mm-hmm. We keep keep going for it every match. Yeah, absolutely. And again, we're looking forward. And I do want to talk about the way you guys are competing this season. But quick rapid fire down memory lane 2021. Just two questions for you. A, when you guys won the doubles point against Baylor, did you think James was going to have a heart attack? Because I was genuinely worried for his health after that jumping piss pump. Uh, yeah, I actually didn't see that jumping from <laughs> but yeah, it was a really intense, intense doubles point. And, and we, that we, match we in general, just such a special environment. It, it was a crazy match, yeah. Uh, after, I mean, we went in thinking we were going to win it, mm-hmm. and then they yeah, got the doubles point, so everything was going as planned. And then, yeah, it... Turned a little bit. It, it didn't turn out the way we wanted to. Sure. I actually thought at the end when Adam saved, saved match points, that that was kind of the turnaround Monday, I think, so a safe yeah. match point as well. But, yeah, I mean, at the end, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So we're looking to redeem ourselves this year, obviously. Yeah, of course, and you guys know you're right there. The other reason you can know you're right there, you literally beat Florida two weeks before the national championships or three weeks, whatever it was, at the SEC conference tournament. And, again, what that win does for a program is my real question to you, but I happen to know – there's like three flights out of Arkansas as you guys are leaving the SEC championships. One of those flights to Atlanta happens to feature both you guys and the Florida Gators. What is that experience like when you get on the plane with the trophy against the team you just beat? I mean, yeah, for it, for us, obviously, it's like great. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think it would have mattered if they were there or not. I mean, for us, it was amazing. It got, I guess it, it hurt them yeah. especially hard, you know, because Adam was carrying the trophy onto the team. And he happened to had to sit down right next to Andy Andrade, who <laughs> lost the clinching match. Yeah. And he had to hold the trophy until the flight attendant, you know, yeah. checked everyone in so could take it yeah. and secure it. So I think it was especially tough on them. But, yeah. I mean, we were just happy. Could have been on any flight, really. We, we celebrated that mm-hmm. one. And no brawl, right? I heard it was very chivalrous that you guys ended it up was. being very kind. Yeah, we, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we didn't want to rub it in, th- in yeah. the face. I mean, obviously, we, we enjoyed it, had our great time yeah, but, yeah the trophy we, is enough of a rubbing in exactly, for sure yeah. and so i'm curious obviously for you guys now again what was it four total losses last season on the year something like 24 and four and national semifinalists, conference tournament champions you lose weenemann you lose hussey may have been uh you lose rogers obviously to pepperdine but you bring back the nucleus of that team and then you add in a guy like an Emil Hutt. You add in a guy, you know, like a Matsui or a Gannon and, and, and uh, Angel as well. You know, I'm curious because for you last year, you're playing number three doubles, in and out, four, five, six lineup. Where does Mark Walner stand in this hierarchy? And again, for you guys, you know who the top two, three, maybe even four are, but figuring out five and six, how big of a question is that for you guys this year? Uh, I, I mean, yeah, of course, it's a question we got to replace, you know, Hossi and Biedemann. They, both of them, you know, have been 
really solid rocks for us last year. Uh, Rogi's been playing amazing too last year, you know, I mean, he's been in and out. But yeah, we got definitely got to replace Wiedemann and Hussey, but we did bring amazing guys in. Mm -hmm. uh, for me personally, I mean, I leave it up to the coaches, you know. Sure. I'm, all I can do is, you know, prove myself in practice every day, just compete hard, try, you know, when I get those chances in the fall, just at these tournaments now, you know, play my game and do the best I can. Mm -hmm. And uh, speaking of your game, again, how are you feeling about your personal level today? It was a straight set victory. On, and it's not a dual match, but it was on court four for whatever it's worth. And, you know, it, it, it did feel like you were one of the, you know, I think it was you and, and HUD. You guys were off the court pretty quickly, straight sets, no nonsense victories. Is there, you know, you're, you're a fifth year senior now. There's two paths, I feel like, as a senior. You either do not care at all about the fall, you're just done with it, or you realize the opportunity that it is. And I feel like for you, you fall into the latter camp. Is that fair that this fall is a major opportunity for you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's always a great opportunity, but now, you know, realizing it is the last year and that's going to be it with college tennis. I really, you know, I enjoy every minute out there. I just love being on the court and want to, you know, compete against other guys. So that's the the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. And for you, I feel like the energy this year, and I felt it again, it's not a dual match, and yet it felt like you were kind of leading the way. I heard a lot of yelling for you down on four. Is that just part of who you are, that spirit, that's what you play with? Uh, or is that, a, you know, is that a special effort here now that you are the fifth year? Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I think I do play with a lot of energy mm -hmm. outside the court. You know, I'm, I'm actually really quiet. <laughs> but then, like, once I'm on the court, I mean, especially also last year with Hussey, you know, we, yeah. we, were, we were extremely loud. And he brings it out of people, though. He does as well. Yeah, he does a good job with that. And then, yeah, I mean, I tried to be loud. You know, yesterday we were kind of flat. So today, especially, I tried to, you know, being experienced in my last year, one of the older guys on the team obviously tried to, you know, bring it out a bit extra. And then, I mean, of course, I, I was playing decent, good, good tennis. So that helped with it because, I mean, if I was losing and I'd be screaming, that would be, you know, <laughs> yeah. not making much sense. But, yeah, so I just tried, you know, to, to like get my energy over to, you know, Shunsuki, who might have been a bit flat yesterday, not having his best match, and uh, Angel as well. Mm -hmm. Just try to, you know, yeah. Yeah. No, and again, it, it worked. I, yeah, I think that, that energy. Yeah, I think that energy absolutely translated, and you guys were able to get the victory. And again, rapid fire for you before I let you go. And I know some of you on the side of the screen, you can see Pepperdine taking on Kentucky in the singles portion. We will get to that coverage shortly, but we're here in Knoxville. Got to talk to the faces behind all the success at Tennessee. Uh, again, for your team, safe to say, flat start yesterday, and you guys got a step better here today. Yeah, definitely an improvement from yesterday. Uh, yesterday was really not who we are in our core. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess everyone has, has one of those days, but I think we, we redeemed ourselves a bit today. And uh, But still a long way to go, obviously. Still a lot, a lot of space to improve. And yeah, I mean, we're just working for it, you know, preparing. And then once season comes around, it will be showtime. Yeah, absolutely. And I know last fall, you know, you hear the rumors it was going to the georgias the floridas the mississippi states and south carolinas in the hidden duels in the fall that you guys sort of realized oh man we are that good we can have some special results this off season or this regular season what are you looking for from this fall not just from yourself personally the team what sort of benchmarks do you want to hit so that you know again you know you're ready come january uh i mean yeah it's a bit different I think this fall because we we have those individual tournaments where it's not just hidden duels and you line up team against team. Yeah. But uh, 
definitely, I mean, everyone needs to find their game, I think. Needs to be the best version of themselves, and if everyone does that, then that's really enough benchmark there needs to be if everyone's playing their game and being the best version of themselves. There's no team that can beat us, I think. Mm -hmm. I ask everyone this, why is it the hidden duel? What do we have to hide about it? I don't I've never understood the terminology. I'm like, we can't just call it a duel that doesn't an exhibition, like yeah. all these different things. But no, to your point, I agree. And clearly you guys have the ingredients. I'm curious, what's more intimidating? James's energy or just Chris being Chris? <laughs> that is a tough question. I, I love the energy from, yeah. from James. I mean, I'm an energetic guy on the court, so I, I love the energy from James. Mm -hmm. I'm subtly afraid of Chris Woodruff. Not because I like he's the nicest man in the world, but I just like don't cross him. I feel like, you know, just he, he looks intimidating, but yeah. he, 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 does, he is a nice guy. As well. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his for sure. All right, let's throw some teammates under the bus. We are here. Obviously, you've gotten to know guys like Walton, like Harper, like Prada so well. I walk into the Tennessee locker room right now worst locker messiest locker belongs to messiest locker probably gonna have to give this one to to monday <laughs> yeah i heard i heard hud and i heard uh matsui i heard those are those are two early nominees i i haven't really seen hud's locker room yet <laughs> i mean hud's locker he he leaves his stuff in front might, might be because his is pretty much fit, <laughs> but he does leave his tennis bag in front of it it's good all right your favorite hitting partner favorite hitting partner that is a tough one. I guess Prada or Pat. Yeah. Yeah, Prada, I mean, you know, has this big forehand, which is great to hit with. And then Pat, I mean, gives you a lot of rhythm. Mm -hmm. Doesn't miss much. Is the answer not Walton? Because you're just like, I don't want to grind that long. <laughs> no, it, Walton does not miss. So. Yeah, exactly. It is great to hit with him as well, but he hits the ball especially big, yeah. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, all right, again, uh, we're here in, Knox, uh, in Nashville. Best teammate to go out with? Best teammate to go out with? Oh. It really is the whole, all the boys. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. got to be all of them. It, yeah, it kind of exactly. is all of them, yeah. I mean, Adam, Prada, Pat, yeah, it's those a good... boys for sure, yeah. And then new guys, you know, they are new, so don't really know. Got to break them I in. I mean, I know them, but, you know, yeah. not, not not all the way yet. Which freshman, and I'm going to throw a meal in this conversation as well, who, who has the most freshman responsibilities right now? It's time to pick up the balls. Who are all the seniors turning to? Is it like uh, that's, Gannon, chop, chop? That, 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 that's Shun and Gannon. Yeah, yeah. for sure. They, they have to pick up the balls on the perimeter. Uh -huh. Got to make sure the balls are at practice and get the water cool as well. Doing a good job. All right, who is the last one for you? Sneaky strongest, because I think tennis players don't get enough credit for the, the squatting and the weightlifting that they do, because some of them are freaking jacked. Who's the quietly jacked member of the Tennessee men's tennis team? Who doesn't look big at all? Yeah, who's actually super strong? Like it definitely was Luca beforehand, because you know. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. You're short. Lu you can do 200 pads a little but easier. But then again, Luca like looks checked. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So, so he's a really, really big guy. Uh, who I think doesn't look big at all, but yeah. but benches with the most is, is Pat Harper. Really? Yeah. That is, of course, it's the Aussies. L eh? Looks skinny and, yeah, I mean, it's quick on the court, but he can throw some weight up. Mm -hmm. Now, that is what I like to hear. Well, again, Mark, congratulations on your victories again uh, today. And, you know, good luck to you all fall. I know, you, you know, you're super excited about this Tennessee team. And I think that's something a lot of people in the college tennis world feel. So really appreciate you taking the time to chat. And obviously, yeah, good luck thank to you this year. Thank you so much for having us. Of course. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. 
With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hope all of you enjoyed my conversation with Tennessee senior Mark Walner. A huge thank you to him, as always, for his candidness, for taking the time to answer my questions and for, you know, dealing with all of my nonsense throughout the course of the weekend. Of course, we will be wishing he and his team success throughout the course of the 2022 season. Uh, If you missed any of our coverage of that 2021 Knoxville showdown, though, be sure to catch up on it all on our website, CrackedRackets.com. Broadcasts of every match on our Cracked Rackets YouTube channel. Recap podcast on our Great Shot podcast feed, interviews with other coaches, players here on the Cracked Interviews feed as well. Be on the lookout for a couple of Columbia interviews over the next week or so as well. Of course, again, if you missed my conversation with Emil Hud, Howie Endelman, James Mackay, you can find them already on this feed. Uh, Of course, there's much else going on in the tennis world. If you miss any of the day-in, day-out results, you can catch up on it all on our mini-break podcast, Big Topic Conversations, on our Great Shot podcast feed. Of course, like, rate, subscribe, review to all of those shows. If you need the more immediate updates, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, we are at Cracked Rackets. You want to message me directly, I am at Great Shot Pod. A shout-out, as always, to our super producers, Max Ligner and Daniel Westoff, for the f*** of an editing job they do day-in, day-out. Shout-out, as well, to our friends over at Tennis Point, tennis-point.com, the promo code is CR15. With that said, for our wonderful guest, Mark Walner, super producers Fliegner and Westoff, our friends over at Tennis Point and all of us here at both Cracked Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You've been listening to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll talk to you all soon. Thanks, everyone. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.